Welcome to the Haunted Happy Hour podcast, and thanks for joining us for our special summer mini-series, Haunted Summer Road Trips. Like we mentioned in our last episode, with all the vacations and weekend trips that many are doing this time of year, we thought it'd be fun to highlight a few different locations in different cities that you could hit up on a random trip or plan a road trip around. Some of the locations on the list we've been to, some we still hope to do, and hopefully you'll get a chance to visit some of these spots too. Our Haunted Road Trip series is for the curious, the wanderer, the adventurer, and the explorer in all of us looking to find out what lies on the road less traveled. So for those looking to find out what spooky tales lie trapped within some of America's cities and towns, stick around to find out. And don't forget, just a cautionary note, some of these locations may have restrictions for visitors, so visit and explore at your own risk. We begin today with the DeSoto House Hotel, located at 230 South Main Street in Galena, Illinois. Recognized as the oldest operating hotel in the state, the DeSoto is notoriously known for various paranormal phenomena, including its famous apparition, the Lady in Black. A stay in this hotel will leave you sleeping amongst the ghosts. On April 9, 1855, this grand hotel, known as the largest hotel in the West, opened its doors to the public. When it opened, the DeSoto had 225 rooms, five floors, a ladies' parlor, a gentleman's reading room, a dining hall that could sit 300, and a carving room. The hotel was initially built to accommodate all the people that flooded Galena to take advantage of the mining and trade center. Over the years, the DeSoto has played host to many prominent people, such as Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant, Stephen Douglas, Tom Thumb, and General George McClellan. Throughout its history, the DeSoto House has seen its share of unfortunate events that some say may have actually played a role in the resulting supernatural activity that now haunts the halls of this once impressive hotel. The first of these unfortunate events happened in 1859 when fire broke out in the building and nearly destroyed the entire hotel. Then, 10 years later, in 1869, a boiler exploded in the hotel's basement. The explosion was so powerful that the main head of the boiler was thrown across the street into a grocery store. The hotel was put up for rent a few months later and then closed in December of 1870. With the new owner in 1871, the hotel saw a revival. Since then, the DeSoto has seen much remodeling, like the removal of its fourth and fifth floors. Today, the DeSoto House offers 55 guest rooms, a pretty big change from its original 225. 
There's been several documented stories by staff and guests who've encountered unexplainable eerie things that left them feeling panicked and uneasy. According to a resident historian, they've reported hearing voices in the halls, smelling phantom cigar smoke, and seeing misty figures walking in the halls, especially on the second and third floors. Guests have also woken up in the middle of the night to see a ghostly figure standing at the foot of their beds. There have also been reports of men in uniform and women in hoop skirts. The spirits are described as from the Civil War era. There's another account of a mother and her daughter who came to stay at the hotel for a nice getaway. One night, as they were unwinding in their room before bed, the mother laid awake in her bed while her daughter sat in a chair. As the girl looked up, she saw a woman in a hoop skirt standing in front of their room window. Before the girl could even call out to her mother, the woman quickly vanished. Both mother and daughter had witnessed the spirit. Perhaps the hotel's most famous ghost is the lady in black. Many have reported seeing this ghost walk the halls and disappear through one particular wall. When a flood in 2011 caused the need for more renovations to the building, workers removed drywall and found a doorway. Eerily, this wall is where the lady in black would usually be spotted. The doorway that was walled up and never seen before was where she would always disappear into. Instead of covering it back up, the hotel placed plexiglass over the area so that guests could see the doorway and added a picture that caught the lady in black in full apparition form. The third floor of the DeSoto seems to have the most haunted activity. Guests have complained about hearing footsteps and noises coming from above while on the third floor. But there aren't any floors above them. While on the third floor late at night, a desk clerk says she experienced a chill and a bright ball of light zoom past her. Ironically, she didn't believe in the paranormal until she began working at the DeSoto. Now, we've actually been here and had our own paranormal experiences in a certain part of the DeSoto. There's a specific restroom that's reported to have ghostly activity. When you walk in, it gives off an odd, almost ominous feeling. When in there, a friend of ours actually heard footsteps and Vanessa heard voices. But with both encounters, each person was alone in the restroom. In the basement, where the boiler used to be, we were conducting an EVP session. At the time, the youngest member of our group experienced something tugging on her hat. And a few moments after that, I began to feel chills and lightheadedness. Like we've mentioned on this podcast before, renovations have a tendency to bring about paranormal activity in certain locations. 
though it's just a theory, the hotel's renovations over the years could have stirred up the spirit activity and triggered ghostly, residual energy and the hauntings. But only these spirit world guests would know for sure. With its picturesque downtown, appealing shops, and historic architecture, you would never realize what lies behind this quaint town. If you happen to find yourself in downtown Galena, make sure you pay a visit to the DeSoto House Hotel. The second location in this episode takes us to the Hotel Julian, located at 200 Main Street in Dubuque, Iowa. At just a short 20-minute drive west of Galena, Dubuque is full of many entertaining spots to visit. As the oldest city in Iowa, Dubuque has many historic buildings and hidden ghostly stories waiting to be discovered. Since 1839, this location at 200 Main Street has been occupied as an inn or hotel. At the time, there was a four-story building named the Waples House, named after the owner, Peter Waples. It was the first building visible to travelers entering Dubuque, crossing the Mississippi. In 1854, the hotel was remodeled and renamed the Julian Guest House after the city's namesake, Julian Dubuque. The Julian was a focal point for the city's rich and famous. Shortly before the turn of the century, the city of Dubuque rivaled Chicago in size and was quickly becoming an important center for trade and commerce. With this in mind, major renovations and remodeling began on the 40-room guest house to add an extension to double the occupancy, creating 80 rooms for guests. After years of thriving, disaster and destruction struck the Julian on April 7, 1913. A fire broke out just before midnight and left little in its wake. The Julian guest house was destroyed. Seeing the great possibility and success by building an upscale hotel, the Dubuque Hotel Company began construction to rebuild the building and, by 1915, the large upscale, newly named Hotel Julian was open for business. The hotel has welcomed many influential guests, including Abraham Lincoln, Buffalo Bill Cody, and Mark Twain. One of its most notorious guests was Al Capone. Capone was regular at the hotel because some reports say that among the shareholders who made up the Dubuque Hotel Company were unnamed folks from Chicago, and Al Capone was said to be the unnamed Chicago shareholder. Stories say that Capone would come pay a visit to the Julian when things got hot back in Chicago. Private letters and records from one of the hotel's past owners, Louis Fole, state that Capone would travel with his entourage to Dubuque and hide out. He says Capone would take over the entire eighth floor and his guards were stationed at all stairways and elevators. 
The eighth floor gave Capone a bird's eye view in case any of the feds or rival gangs were coming across the bridge into Dubuque. Today, guests can stay in the Capone suite and relive the Prohibition era. Who knows? Perhaps you may see more than what you bargained for. With the many renovations, tragic fire, and infamous guests at the hotel, perhaps that is what stirs up many unexplained encounters. Staff and visitors report a range of various ghostly occurrences. Doors that open and close on their own, even when locked. Lights that flicker and switch on and off. And objects seen moving on their own. Other chilling tales have been told of windows that open on their own. Staff feeling like they are being watched or sense a presence around them while on duty. Especially at night when guests have all gone back to their rooms for the evening. Staff and guests have reported disembodied voices and footsteps in the halls and stairways. Shadowy figures have been spotted, especially on the main staircase. Front desk staff report getting phone calls from vacant rooms that result in staff going to the room only to find that no one is in there. On upper floors, there have been sightings of a man dressed in a suit that resembles public enemy number one, Al Capone. He's said to be walking the halls, but then all of a sudden seems to vanish without a trace. If you happen to take a detour to Galena or Dubuque, make sure to swing by either of these locations. With the historic glamour of these two buildings, its ability to give you a glimpse into the past, and its mysterious yet eerie atmosphere will surely leave an imprint in your vacation scrapbook. So with that, thanks for joining us for this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher, or Anchor. And if you have Echo devices, an easy way to listen is just say, Alexa, play Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. Plus, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. And there you'll find that we post episode teasers, photos that go along with our episodes, and bonus content that we don't always get to on the show. Thanks again for tuning in. Catch us next time for another chillingly uncorked conversation right here on Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.